Welcome everyone to another episode of Hunter Podcast. We are halfway. We are episode 50. I'm Reza V. I'm joined by Itai Schefter, my co-host. And today we're going to talk about NFT, non-fungible token. We're going to go over what it is. We're going to talk about the future of NFT and what it means um, for, for all of us and why does it matter for, for, for somebody in, in business in 2021. Itai, let's jump in. You know more than me. You've been playing with with NFT. You've you've purchased some some of these digital arts. Uh, Tell us what NFT is. Yeah, so uh, NFT is non-fungible token. It's a part of a cryptocurrency uh, application, basically, that uh, uh, non-fungible, basically what it means that it's a a one-of-a-kind. And then a good example of it is to, to define fungible. What is a fungible token? So for, exactly, uh, for example, if I give you a $1 bill and uh, you give me back a different dollar bill, the, the value is the same, right? Nothing changed, nothing happened. Uh, you can give me a bunch of uh, coins that worth $1. You can you know, divide it. You can do a bunch of things with it. Uh, same, by the way, with Bitcoin. If, you, if I give you one Bitcoin and you give me back one Bitcoin, I don't care if it's the same actual Bitcoin or, or whatever, right? I care about the value. With non-fungible token, you don't have that. So this is why the first application that everyone is hearing about is art. Art is non-fungible. There is one Mona Lisa. Uh, you can't, you know, I mean, yeah, you can have some replicas, but obviously they're not the real deal. And with the capabilities of the blockchain, you can literally tie uh, um, the uh, minting of the actual token, if it's a piece of art, uh, to a smart contract and prove ownership and, and basically trade it. So this is why the first applications of NFTs that you are seeing right now are pieces of digital art that people can exchange on the blockchain and they have some value. A lot of it is hype. Some of it is real value, but it's very interesting. So I I want I want to uh, simplify it as best as I can because it's it's not a simple uh, thing. But a lot of people are talking about NFT, and there are people who might even be listening to this episode that might go like Reza Itai. <coughs> I don't even know what Bitcoin is, let alone what NFT is now. Um, the hype around the whole thing is that you could you could for for once you could now track and authenticate a digital asset it started with currency then there were so many talks about the system behind the currency people were talking about the bitcoin but the but the people in the tech community community were talking about blockchain which is the system behind it and and the applications of it and now nft is the first of those ap- applications that you can actually own a digital art so Previously, if I have a photo on my computer, you can make copies of it, and it's very hard to tell who owns that digital photo. But now with NFT, you can actually authenticate who exactly has the ownership certificate of that image, and then anybody else can have the copy and doesn't mean anything. Yeah, and, and also it can be traded, and this is what you, you've seen. I don't know if you heard recently about Beepo selling his, his piece of art the, the first 5,000 days which is actually him for 5,000 days straight, 13 years, uh, uh, you know, uh, posting on social media, a piece of art every day. Uh, and he sold it as an NFT. And basically, you know, everyone has access to the art, but what he sold was the ownership. 
yeah. now the ownership can be traded and, and other people can exchange it. And he sold it for $69 million, by the way. Crazy, uh, crazy. Which is absolutely crazy. crazy. And by the way, you brought up a good point. We yeah. didn't mention Bitcoin in previous episode. Yeah. And I think that's uh, something we'll do. Uh, somewhere in the next 50 episodes. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to talk about blockchain more than even Bitcoin, but Bitcoin itself as well. Yeah. One thing I want to point out is people think these are brand new concepts and it's so mind-blowing. But if you think about them, you have certificate of ownership of a gold. You don't hold gold bars. You have the certificate, the paper. The, the currency is a paper that has a certificate of ownership of some sort of value. Same with, you know, um, a lot of people who purchase, you can purchase a home across the globe and then you get a certificate of the ownership and then you can rent it out. So, so yeah, but then the question is what happened if your state is not, is corrupt? Exactly. So it's always been centralized. There's one exactly. association, one union, one, one government body that authenticate that certificate that comes and says, yes, you actually Reza own that vehicle because ICBC here in Vancouver or whatever organization you have says in their database, you, you are the owner, but you are the mercy of that organization. Whereas what blockchain opened up that was exciting is decentralized. So not, not one person, and there are like 8,000 or maybe 80,000 computers around the world verifying that you are the owner and there's, it's very difficult to cheat or to... Yeah, so, so I think, you know, the first thing when, when it comes to mind about NFT is first, you need to realize that there are two uh, main channels. First of all, is the hype that's going on right now about uh, NFTs being sold for ridiculous prices. Uh, which is usually co connected with art. And there are the future application, which is more proof of ownership, as you mentioned, yeah. and, and tracking of ownership. And uh, when I'm going to buy a, a luxury car, uh, not even a car, let's go with a different example. Handbag. Exactly, a luxury handbag, let's say Louis Vuitton. Yeah. And there are so many, uh, you know, fake ones yeah. out there. Yeah. But if Louis Vuitton themselves will issue an NFT that ties to this bag, I can 100% prove that it's yeah. original. And when yeah. I'm going to resell it, I'm selling it with the NFT. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the application shouldn't be super complicated, but yeah. basically it really proves the ownership because right now, how can you know for sure that it's not a super high quality yes. fake from China? Yes. You can't. It you might can't. be a fake. You can't. And, and, and imagine in unless the, you are an expert. Yeah. Either an expert or somehow you had to go back to the, to the main company like Louis Vuitton and take the handbag and tell them, can you authenticate this? Is this a real deal? It's very difficult. And the cool thing is with all these blockchains, um, you, uh, you probably have heard about the mining and, and, and the terminology, which is, we'll get into it on another episode. It's very interesting, but it all comes down to the infrastructure around it is being built. A lot of these data miners and these, you know, servers are being built around the world. So then these platforms can expand into, okay, we have the servers, we have the server power and the infrastructure. Let's now allow, you know, Louis Vuitton to join. Let's now allow Nike to authenticate their shoes. And I think big companies going to really embrace it um, in the, in the near future. Yeah. Uh, I do want to uh, talk a bit more about NFT art Go and, and what goes on uh, today. Uh, first of all, it's it's fascinating and it's something that I recommend everyone to to follow at least 
Uh, and if you are going to participate, make sure that it's something that you can definitely afford to lose because this is a crazy hype market. Uh, uh, but basically what goes on is, is that, you know, many artists are issuing their uh, NFTs to platform like OpenSea, uh, which is basically a trading platform uh, where people can buy and exchange uh, uh, NFTs, uh, mostly digital art mostly uh, uh, visual art, uh, even though there are some uh, who also do uh, a sound effect. Uh, even Elon Musk uh, wanted to sell a, a song that he did about NFT as an NFT, ended up not doing it. But uh, you can even uh, sell an art form of uh, sound and music. Basically, uh, you can, you know, even if you have your own art, for example, you can tie it to the blockchain on these platforms and in theory, people can offer you uh, Ethereum for it, which is uh, uh, Ether, the, 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 the cryptocurrency. Um, very, very uh, speculative, especially if you don't know this market and what, uh, what to look for. So be really, really careful. Uh, but it is fascinating and it's something that I recommend everyone to take a look at least and, and see and what goes with, on. And with anything, it's supply demand, even with artists, you, you know that there are the top 0.01% of the arts that are going for crazy amount of money. And we've got st st uh, starving artists all over the world who are thinking they can make a career in art and it's very difficult to break through. So with anything now, because of the hype, the demand is higher than normal, but once demand diminishes it's the very top of the top digital artists that that's going to make the most money and then everybody else is is trying and the exactly. thing is the ba barrier to art is lower now so what, what uh, it used to be the case that you had to actually have some skills to paint the art now you can quickly draw an icon and then that becomes an nft so it's it's one of those things you have to watch the supply demand yeah. I want to, I want us to transition to, if, if you guys are interested in NFT, do your own research. I'm not an expert. I think Itai is not an expert either. He's, he's been playing with it. So he knows more than an average person, but uh, you have to do your own due diligence before you jump into it. Let's uh, shift gears into the future of, of this whole technology, because I feel like the applications, what I'm fascinated about the business cases. So for example, when I see the VR movement and the virtual reality movement where let's say in 10 years or 20 years, we, we no longer actually need to walk to a campus or go to a meeting. It's all going to be surrounded by, by virtual reality. In that world that our kids gonna going to live and hang out and socialize, an NFT Gucci t-shirt may be even more expensive than an actual t-shirt you buy from Gucci because it's authenticated. You're the cool person. You are the one of 300 people on that virtual world that have one of those and, and, and they get rid of all the fake ones. So it's, it's very, it's a big deal. What, what will happen in the, in the future? What do you think of that? I think gaming would be first, like always, and it's already happening, right? Uh, skins and, and video games and stuff like that. Uh, would be the first to adopt an NFT because it makes sense right now. It's something that's centralized in most of these platforms, but it's already happening yeah. for a lot of years, by the way. It's nothing new. Uh, so I think gaming would be uh, first, definitely. Uh, we are going to see more and more application. We're going to see more relevancy of yeah. digital goods uh, like art, like, uh, you know, digital items that you yeah. said that right now may not have a lot of value for uh, many people. 
at least you know in the perception that they don't have a lot of value to too many people but over the the next couple of decades yeah uh, they will have value because most of our life will be digital mm. especially in a vr yeah. ar war that you describe uh definitely and, and, place and when that. i talk about that for an average person it's really hard to get their head around it because they're like What does that mean? You know, it's nothing tangible, nothing, nothing physical. If you think about hierarchy of Maslow, where it talks about, you know, the basic needs of a human being, then you have the food and, and sheltered and et cetera, et cetera. We've seen in, in a first world country like Canada or U.S., when those middle or those bottom parts are met, you have the food, you have the shelter, you have all those taken care of. Then people start, the economy starts to be entertainment. Then you have the, the expenditure on, on pleasure. Then the commerce just increases its level. So when you get to those stages, imagine people are spending a lot of money on, on, um, on, clo- on designer clothes, you know, different, different skins on the games, as you said. So it makes sense to me that if you hang out, we are already spending, if I go on my screens on my phone, I'm spending you know, half of my day on, on phone. So we are already spending a lot of time on the virtual world. It's just the window is small. And then if it's VR, you're actually immersed. So if you spend eight hours or, or six hours of your day in that world, it makes sense. You do commerce in that world. You spend money and you make money in that world. And, and all of these NFT and, and blockchain would be part of the infrastructure. Absolutely. So that in the, in the terms of NFTs as goods, but also NFTs as, as proof of ownership, mm-hmm. I think this will catch up once the, the right applications will be and makes uh, financial sense to the market. But it's something that, you know, especially the big brands, they have a, Uh, um, very high interest in, in making to stop all of the fakes and uh, yes. stop the, the secondary market of fake that in the yes. end of the day is hurting their income. Uh, so there is a big financial uh, catalyst here and, and uh, yeah. something that we'll definitely see over yeah. the coming decade. I'm sure that a big and, company and, would be first to jump on it. And what you're talking about is both, you're talking about NFT along with a physical product, which I so believe it's going to happen. Because oh, it's, it's already happening. By the it's way, already happening. like NFT jackets now that are, the jacket is tied to the NFT and uh, there are a lot of cool stuff. Be- because uh, they, they have incentive. They want to kill the fake market. And, and this gives them your watch, your jewelry, your, your you know, handbag, all of them coming with NFT all, all the way to the, to the point that Nike would become, become a company that does that. And I'm talking about take that to the next level where the, the product is actually virtual as well. And all of a sudden you have a virtual yeah. art in a virtual world. I mean, we are already getting into uh, virtual currencies having a lot of popularity yeah. and yeah. it's literally just the start. Even if you take Bitcoin, which is the biggest yeah. uh, virtual asset right yeah. now, yeah. and you take the market cap of Bitcoin and understand that it's a new uh, asset class and it's still, you know, valued less than one company like Amazon or Apple, then you start putting things in perspective and understand where the, the potential of Bitcoin and why at 60K, it may even be uh, only in its uh, infancy. So let's wrap up the whole thing, why it matters to a business owner. Because an average business owner that I talk to, they always turn around and say, why do I care? How does this apply to me? I'm not in art. I'm not in Bitcoin. I'm not speculating. I'll go first in terms of, I think, understanding the infrastructure and what that means in the in the type of future we're going to live in 
it's going to affect all of us, all the businesses we are in. If you have a physical good business, can you find a way to authenticate it? If, if you are, have a winery, for example, your bottle wine could be authenticated. And, and in that authentication, it could be a certificate of all the grapes used, you know, when it was bottled, all that stuff, um, all the way to, to luxury goods and, and whatnot. If, if we're going to have a virtual world of, of immersive virtual world, then, then NFTs there, blockchain there. And, and in these, whether it's social media or virtual world, any of these platforms that we're going to live in, I feel like there's a parallel world we're going to live in. There needs to be infrastructure for commerce and, and, and um, currency and our existing currency system is not adaptable to these platforms. That's why Facebook wants its own cryptocurrency and, and the other platform wants their own. So I feel like if you are, if you are not involved in these, 10 years later, you'll be, you'll be outdated. Your business model, your thinking, your ideas, uh, you're not going to keep up. Yeah, for me, you know, why should you care? Uh, you don't necessarily need to take action right now. Even if you have a winery and, and you can start thinking about cool ideas, you know, NFTs are still uh, very early uh, and you don't really have to take action right now. But ignoring this such a big space and such big movement that's happening completely and, you know, don't know anything about it and, you know, that's definitely uh, never the right answer. It's always good to educate yourself in, in new things. Even in the beginning, you know, it's so out there uh, when it, where it's like blows your mind. Even I remember in 2016, 17, when I started reading about blockchain for the first few months, I didn't understand anything. But you have to immerse yourself in that world to start to realize what's going on, playing with it, maybe on a small scale, getting your hands uh, dirty, uh, just so you can, can know, you know, uh, you, you need to keep uh, keep up with the world, keep up I'm, with the pace. I'm going to give you an example. I'm not I'm not trading gold. I'm not trading oil. I'm not in the stock market that much. And I don't care. I'm not in the shipping um, uh, industry, but I know what gold is happening. I know what oil is going on. I know the stock market. I know, you know, at least I try to read, uh, an hour a day to see in the Suez canal when the, when the ship gets stuck, what does that mean for the world economy? Because one way or the other, it's going to affect our, our businesses. And then when it comes to NFT and Bitcoin, it's, it's, the future uh, elements or value uh, variables that's going to affect my business. So I'm better be educated about it. Yeah, I, absolutely. At least know what's going on. Keep, uh, you know, keep up with, uh, with whatever is going on in the space because a lot of crazy things are going to happen. And, you know, as soon as you get to the point where you kind of understand more or less what's going on, you can kind of, you know, keep up with it. If you don't get into it and you don't have any idea what it is, it, it's going to take you time, uh, at least a, a month or so to even understand who is fighting against you and what's happening. Yeah. So uh, try to do it uh, as soon as possible, at least read about it. And I would recommend a very, very cool art project, uh, which called the uh, CryptoPunks, which was one of the original NFTs. They actually launched it in 2017. And what they did is they gave it away for free. Uh, they made uh, 10,000 individual, each one of them is an individual uh, um, GIF character. It's like pixelated, uh, um, you know, image of, of a dude, of a punk. 
And every one of them is unique. They have unique characteristics. And some of them, I mean, the, the average one is selling for 20 Ethereum right now, which is about 40K. Uh, and the uh, top one uh, recently sold for uh, $7 million. Wow. Uh, and they gave them away for free, believe it or not, yeah. in 2017. People claimed it for free. If you were in that space, you could have gotten yours for free. Some people who held on to them, sold them for millions right now. Uh, but this is the the power of uh, of NFTs. Think about sense. think about the the guy who sold his his collection for sixty nine million dollars at Christie's auction, which is a very famous uh, art auction. What's his name again? Beeple. Beeple. So he first of all follow him on Instagram. Very cool. Yeah, he, he's yeah. still is still a uh, post art every day. Beeple. So, but but let me tell you, he he yeah. gave away hundred of his arts. Oh so, yeah. On Twitter, he heard this is this is the entrepreneurial mind I like. He's a digital artist. He never even thought about you know selling his art. It was just he was doing it because that got him the social media fan, and he was getting projects and and freelancing uh, on the side. Then he heard about NFT, like how we are discussing it. He went and was like, "Let me give it a try. I want to see you know how far this goes." So he he gave away his hundred of his digital arts on Twitter. And he set the rules so every time somebody resells the pro the, the art, he gets ten percent commission or something like that, uh, because he wanted to track how how many times it will change hand. And he saw the power of it, and then he went to Christie's auction, and then he sold his his entire collection for sixty nine million dollars, which is blows blows my mind to this day. But my my advice here is, if you're a business owner and you have nothing to do with art, you have nothing to do with cryptocurrency. Don't don't necessarily jump on it to make a quick buck. No. Jump on it to learn the infrastructure. Buy an yeah. NFT digital art for the sake of learning the transaction, learning the infrastructure. Don't expect to make money on it. Uh, buy, buy, uh, buy a Bitcoin, put it in your wallet to learn what's happening. How yeah. is the transaction? Then you understand the infrastructure and there's a whole bunch of stuff that will come yeah. from Before that. you buy it, you're kind of in theory land, but when you buy it, you, you kind of become a, a practitioner of it. Uh, I recently bought an NFT project named Chubby's. I bought it on the pre-sale basically. Uh, I, I spent 600 bucks each, about uh, bought two of them, and I sold one, one of them for 6,000. Uh, it was lucky because you never knew what you were getting before it, uh, but I didn't expect to make money, and, and uh, it was just you know a coincidence. What I wanted to do literally is learn more about NFTs by you know I can read about it all day long, but. You know, once you buy it, you deal with your MetaMask, you uh, transfer Ethereum to that wallet, you open an account at OpenSea, you link it with your MetaMask, you see there, you get offers for your NFTs, you can list it for sale. There are so yeah. many things you can do in theory that you can do while... And, and I, Itai, I want to do an episode, beside the episode around blockchain and, and getting into more details and applications, I want to do an episode on how to self-learn. I think it's such an incredible skill to have what you just described you you went ahead and took action by doing and that's how you learn by by purchasing and selling and seeing what's happening yeah. in there that's how you learn what is nft yeah. we can talk about it all day right so i want to do an episode specifically on self-learn and what are the yeah. skills needed just to be clear uh, you don't have to spend 1200 bucks like i did and take a risk you can claim nfts for free today even today 
yeah. if you'll you know hang around in these communities and stuff you're probably not going to make a lot of money for them but maybe you will if you get super lucky there are, uh, there are two there are two categories of people out there there are the ones that are excited about blog uh, excited about bitcoin or excited about nft without knowing what it is they just buy it because they want to make a quick buck and it's gambling essentially for them and they're the type of people that i like the more uh, mo- more about them is that they are entrepreneurs who want to learn the infrastructure or learn what this can do and what's the potential of it not necessarily making a quick buck and gambling on that and i think every entrepreneur should get their hands involved in those there is no quick buck not in nfts not in anything else not anything uh, you know surprise you can get very lucky and and you could i mean you could made a, uh, you could have made a lot of money if you were into nfts a year ago yeah uh, but uh, it's still super early um even if you are going to uh, uh get into nfts to trade them there is still a lot of opportunities just be uh, make make sure you learn the, the subject accordingly i'm not i don't like trading so i'm not even going to go there i'm not going to trade nfts all day yeah. but i did it just to get my hand dirty and then you know understand the subject on a way deeper level uh, nice. which is always important uh, but yeah anything you want to add to that before we wrap up Uh, I just summarize you, you should definitely follow people on Instagram or Twitter uh, because he is the guy who sold his uh, art pieces for 69 million dollars still to this day uh, post an art piece every day as an NFT he's going to be the Picasso of of, of digital he's already he already is the Picasso of that yeah. uh, and even like individual art pieces of his are going for half a million bucks right now and stuff like that but not about the money just because he's so immersed in that community uh, and if you want to kind of you know have a peek about what the fuck is going on he's definitely one of the guys to to check out And also check out CryptoPunks, as I mentioned, which is a very, very cool NFT project uh, from 2017, but uh, that recently uh, blows away. Awesome. And I would, I would just add, today is, is NFT. Another day is, is, I don't know, virtual world, you know, going to Mars and space. There's always something, right? But, but having the ability to, to, as an entrepreneur, to go research, go deeper and learn is, is very valuable. This was uh, another episode with Hunter Podcast. We are halfway, episode 50. Um, 50 more episodes to go. I'm, I'm excited about it. And thank you for being with us. I'm Reza V. My co-host is Itai Shafter. And see you next week. Bye. Bye.